utterance to communicate the word that will bless your people. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. So I welcome everyone to church once again. But try the first time as I'm very, very happy to see your beautiful faces. Hallelujah. So we'll take um, we'll take the topic for today, which is the culture of heaven. And it's going to be a series, a two-part series, that I will take um, at another time. But let us start. So for those of us, anybody actually, I know we all went to Notion and Family School and they taught us about culture. So I'm going to ask somebody, what did your teacher tell you about culture? Ma? Thank you. Culture is the, is the total way of life of a people. And I want to expand on that. So, every tribe, every nation, every corporation or company, organization has a particular way they do their things. And those things make them peculiar. Praise God. But why in terms of the tribe now? Things like their dressing, their language, their social structure and the way they communicate with one another, the food that they eat as well. All those things are markers of a particular culture that is within a tribe. Praise God. For example, now, if I want to identify a yoga man, I would I will recognize that it's either, it's either he's speaking the language, or for some people, he has the tribal marks, or he's dressed like a yoga person. Abi? And also, there will be a way you have to, um, you, you, they will behave normally. Praise God. Praise God. Also, in the in other places as well, there also there's also a way to do their things, and those things form the culture of their place. Hallelujah. Like the University of Ibadan now, it has its own culture, and if you're a fresher now. The first thing that will come upon you, shall I say it? Or, or someone guess? Start me. You were a fresh last year now. What was the first thing? What was the first thing that, that came upon you when you entered UI? Hallelujah. Okay, it's just whining. Hallelujah. If I pressure, you don't want you. And you said you, you continue to you, you said you can join them. The second thing is that you start reading unnecessarily. Because UI is bookish. And if you are not somebody that can that can that likes reading, you will struggle in the university. Praise God. Also, in the halls like India and Zik now. If those you have been there now, you are still there. What did you do there? 
arrow hallelujah so different places have their different cultures and the thing about this culture is that if you don't adapt to it society will see you as an outcast praise god for example now i'm a left-handed person and according to yoga tradition or custom if you if you use your left hand to give someone to give another person something or to collect something for them the way they will look at you like as though you did like as though your hand should be cut off praise god and someone like you in luck now if you were to go there very likely you would end up um, partying or socializing because they usually do a lot of programs and events praise god that is the culture culture and it, it varies from place to place so there is something called cultural identity and the cultural identity is the extent to which a person has adopted the culture of the society for example now as a yoba person if you cannot speak yoba that means that you don't really really have that cultural identity and when 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 you begin to have develop that cultural identity it gets to the point that you begin to see that culture as part of you and if you are seeing someone that is not um that is not following you begin to look at that person with contempt and with scorn praise god praise god now let us go to how cultures are formed let's go to how cultures are formed now there are, now there are a lot of human factors and natural factors that hate the formation of a culture over years but however at the center of everything is a spirit that is trying to imprint a civilization upon that place praise god are you following me you are following me every territory every land has a spirit that is ruling over it and by virtue of its influence upon men is able to pattern the, the, the area around it to his own character and we see this repeated countless in the bible for example in um for example god in, in ezekiel chapter 28 god was proclaiming judgment on the king of taiwan and at first he was talking about a, a human person but later the dialogue not, not dialogue either, the conversation shifts from a person from a human person to a non-human entity and even in exodus paul was um sorry not paul god was telling moses that he will bring judgment upon the gods of egypt so that means that there is there, there, there are spirit beings that are interested in enacting their own civilization upon a territory and the way a society is behaving is determined by that kind of spirit praise god so if i should come to a place now and i'm saying that everybody there is sexually perverse that means that the spirit that is working is the spirit of lust praise god Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to says that for you were once dead in your trespasses and your sins in which you also walked according to the course of this world to the prince of the power of the year that spirit that works in the sons of disobedience that means that that spirit is working 
in the hearts of unbelievers to ensure that they are living lives that are centered upon disobeying God. Hallelujah. Now let us go to the God dimension. Since God is a spirit, it will make sense if he also wants to log over territories and also imprint his own culture there. Abi? But how does he do it? How will he do it? Can someone answer the question? Two men. Thank you, Chapa. Hallelujah. Let us go to Genesis chapter 17, verse 9. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep, thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in the generation. The next verse. This is my covenant, which shall keep between me and you and, the, and I say that thirty, every man, every man child among you shall be circumcised in next verse. And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you. Next verse. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man child in your generations. He that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy city. Next verse. He that is so I can go to the next verse. And the uncircumcised man child whose flesh of his foreskin did not circumcise, that soul shall be cut off. That soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. Praise God. Now, the first thing that God will do to enact his civilization is that he would look for a person that will be willing to enter into a covenant with him. And he found that person in Abraham. He found that person in Abraham. And he now gave Abraham some conditions. But those conditions didn't just, didn't just apply to him, but to every single person that will come from him. And so, if, if you were not born at that time, as long as you are under, as long as you were in the loins of Abraham, that covenant also applies to you. And if you didn't follow the the, the um, terms of that covenant, we are not being excluded from the civilization. Praise God. So that gave God the access to create a nation. Because we know that Israel was, um, Israel came from Jacob. I mean, Israel actually came from Jacob, and Jacob came from, from who again? From Isaac, and Isaac came from Abraham. Because, because that nation was already in the loins of Abraham, God said that. I have made you a father of nations. So that any nation that was under Abraham had that covenant also. And they have to follow it as well. Praise God. So, if you decide not to get yourself circumcised in that time, you are going to end up cutting the covenant. Because it's like as though God had made a... God had made a... Um, what's what I can use? God had made a contract. Yes, God had made a contract with someone. And because you are part of that person, you also agreed with him. Even when you're not born. Even when you're not born, you also agreed with him. So if you decide not to follow the, not to perform your own obligation, you will end up violating the contract. It's like, it's like a breach of contract. That's what If somebody should, if you do a contract now, you're done. 
you should do a contract now for somebody and the person should not breach it. What will happen? The person gets sued at me. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, that is that. God first met Abraham. And, and by him cutting a covenant with Abraham, was able to set his nation that will be created at time. So when Israel was beginning to form, things were beginning to unravel in the plan of God. Let us go to Exodus chapter 19. Verse 7. No, verse 6. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Can we go to verse 5? Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar person unto me above all the people, for all the heads is mine. Now God is about to cut the covenant with the nation of Israel, and he has signified interest in that place. If that nation decided to decline, if they decide not to stick with the covenant, then God will not have any obligation to actually create a covenant with them. But they ended up making a covenant. And so because of that, God now, he now gave God the access to imprint his own civilization upon that nation. So all the laws he gave them, all the ordinances that he gave them, all those ceremonial laws and policies that he gave them, they were supposed to be that they were centered around this person and his nature. Praise God. In Exodus chapter 20, we get to see that God acclaimed the Ten Commandments. But in, in the following chapters, there were so many, many commandments like that. And I was like, God, what is going on? Why are you this particular upon the things that they are doing? Up to the point that they are up to the point of their dressing, their food, their lifestyle, their relationships, their relationship to some people. Why was this so particular about it? Praise God. So let us go to Leviticus chapter eleven. Verse 44. I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the head. Praise God. Notice the first one. What is the first part? For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be holy. For I am holy. Remember, I said every civilization is supposed to conform to the nature of the particular spirit that is upon it. The Lord here is saying that you shall be holy because I am holy. If you want, if you want to come under my civilization, you have to be like me. And being like me requires that you become holy. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, what is holiness? What is holiness? Holiness is consecration. It's when something is separated unto God for its purposes and its uses. For example, now, if I have a laptop, that laptop will be holy to me. 
because it's only for my use and i cannot just give and nobody can just use it anyhow unless i voluntarily give it to somebody are you getting me and the essence of darkness is not just for consecration but also in terms of morality it's also in terms of morality but still on the consecration that means that if i've been separated to god for his plans for his ordinances for his purposes that means that i don't have ownership of myself any longer and so my own will no longer my will but rather the will of god praise god praise god so if i choose to do something that is not in alignment to god then i'm actually breaching the contract Many of us usually plan, usually make a lot of plans and usually want to do a lot of things. But we suddenly discover that all those things are not successful. We suddenly discover that all those things are just a waste of time. I don't like as though those things are not good. But just because of the fact that those things don't have God in it, unless they have God in it, and unless it's don't actually give you that approval, you will not be able to succeed. You will not be able to succeed. Now back to the issue of morality. If you notice the laws, if you notice the Torah, you realize that God was very, very concerned about their about the things that they were doing. He told them that you should not um you tell them that you should not treat a slave unjustly or you should not defile a woman or you should not do different things at all. It's not because he not not because he just wanted to encroach on their lives, but rather he wanted them to to take after his nature. And that's what holiness is about. That is what holiness is about. That is what holiness is about. So, in terms of morality, apart, 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 um, apart from that, God also wants us to reflect His nature to the world. God wants us to reflect His nature to the world. So, if you so if an unbeliever now should see you, what is expected to see is that you should see the closest representation to Jesus as much as possible. In fact, in the book of Genesis, when God created man, although scripture does not indicate it, the fact that from the moment he created man, man was supposed to be holy from the beginning. But that holiness will not come until it is submitted to the will of God. That will not come until it's submitted to the will of God. And so, in terms of your dressing, tell us the way you talk to people, tell us the way you relate to people, tell us the way, tell us even what you eat, everything that you do, does it cause other people to stumble? Does it cause other people to become weak? Does it cause other people to 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 feel bad to feel bad about themselves? Because you're supposed to represent and show God to everybody. Praise God. Anything that you own becomes a reflection of you. Anything that you own becomes a reflection of you. And the funny thing about this is that, aside from that one, how many of us want to go to get to heaven? 
How many of us want to get to heaven? Do you know heaven as a lifestyle and a culture? And you know that God is currently working on you, upon you now so that you can find it easier to adapt to that culture when you move on. So if you are struggling now, chances are you are going to, you are going to struggle in heaven. Hallelujah. If you are the type that does not like doing praise or thanksgiving, when you get to heaven, when you start seeing that all the angels are dancing and jumping, you find it very strange. Ah. You find it very difficult to do. When everybody is very nice and you don't like people, it will somewhat odd to you. A lot of times, we have heard of unbelievers say that why he can. So excuse me. We have heard of any unbelievers that be saying that um, why after a good God keep some people in hell? Why can't He just bring everybody to heaven? The fact that even if they get to heaven. They are going to really, 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 really struggle with the kind of culture that is there. Because to be like as though they are living in different places. And so what God did is that He sent the Holy Spirit to us so that the Holy Spirit can be our tutor. Tutor in the sense that we will teach us about the ways, the customs, and the precepts of heaven. And aside from that, we will also be giving us instructions so that we will be able to shed our, ourselves and so that we will be able to bring, bring upon the Spirit. So for anybody that is currently facing through any delay, please just follow through. Just follow through. Because when you get to heaven, it's not going to be easy. Have we been thus far? Are you sure? Please go. So we really, really, really need to be very serious with this thing. I have started noticing there are a lot of Christian sisters now. They, they don't seem to have any issues dressing in this thing. Abi? They don't seem to have any issues dressing in this thing. And at first I was like, okay, maybe they are, maybe only to them to do this. But later I started thinking about that. Why would you decide to go to somewhere you now you not dress in a way that would put Start to draw attention. Imagine if you now go to chapel and start praying. When you, while you are dressed in this way. Happy. We really, really, really need to learn submission. We really need to be submissive. <laughs> because even in heaven, all oh, they are wearing is gown. And the gown will, will cover your entire body. So everything that you want to front. Cannot, cannot show it in heaven. And it's even white again. So you know it's not transparent for that matter. Hallelujah. Praise God. Even the men too. The kind of shows have been seeing some, some boys some boys where they are like, ah. And it's not here and not be seen on their leg. our generation is beginning to become very 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 lax with the principles of God are beginning to move all those ancient landmarks all in the all for the sake of assuming that we have attained a greater knowledge than our forefathers knew and because of that we can choose to do whatever it is that we want we are too liberal 
we are going to labor and if we should continue like that there will be less of God to show in the world there will be less of God to reveal God himself will never be able to move as he used to before because we are breaching his contract if you if you obey my voice and you heed my commandment hallelujah with that we have come to the end of today's sermon yes i would like for us to um, pray okay since yesterday at the end there are some people that are here who have not been saved yet and i'm sure those who i'm talking to your heart saying that lord like just come here and just declare your faith to jesus christ if you are one of those people please kindly if you have not been born again and you intend to join in the culture of heaven please come there is an opportunity please come within your heart now, talking to you. Hallelujah. I would like for us to pray that the grace to live out this culture, Lord should give unto me in the name of Jesus. That for all those times we have been rebellious, all those times we have struggled, all those times we have done what you are, what we are not supposed to do, Lord should grant us mercy. In Jesus' name we are prayed.